This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Harry. Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. I gotta see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? to the Cigar Authority, Chuck. I could barely hear it. I knew there was a new introduction there, a new yeah, uh, start of the show. That was impressive. But uh, I could barely, barely hear any of it, but uh, I'm sure it was great. It was. I was enjoying it. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority, a weekly show about premium cigars. We do it each and every week, and we do it live in a cigar shop. Today, we're doing it live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. If you want to come by, see the show, have a cigar with us, hang around the cigar store, Two Guys Smoke Shop, just take Route 93 to Exit 1. You come to the end of the exit. You're at the intersection of Route 28. Take a right. We're about one mile down on the right. You can't miss us. Big giant store, Two Guys Smoke Shop. Come in with me, Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison, and this is the Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. And was that there? In the thing, we are the Cigar Authority. I don't know. I okay. wasn't paying, you weren't even paying too attention. close attention. I was th- just jo- like laughing to myself about how. You're, you woke up this morning, and you're telling the guys in the store that the only thing on your mind was now lunch. how to get... Lunch. Not just lunch, but how to get this particular roast beef sandwich that you love to not be so soggy, and you sit up out of bed, and you go, sauce on the side. So as with before with the show's ready to go on, it's what do you want for lunch <laughs> to be ready as soon as we get off because we're hungry. I'm always hungry. Always anyway. hungry, correct. So yeah. uh, I was ordering the lunch, and they all got a kick out of how excited I get over the food thing. Well, you sit up out of bed, and you go, sauce on the side. That's pretty fun. I thought it was ingenious. Anyway, so <laughs> th- this week's show, uh, we examine the new Cigar Journal magazine. It used to be European Cigar Journal. Cult used to be European Cigar Journal. Now it's the Cigar Journal. We'll talk about that. We have Michael Gabriel from... T-O-S-A, Tosa, Tosa. Tosa Cigars, out of Ohio. Which is uh, comes from the Arabic word for Gabriel. Oh, for his own name. So yes. there it is. Uh, I'm there... sure that the Arabic word is referring to, like, the angel Gabriel or something Okay. more impressive. Well, we'll, we'll ask name. him. And he's a, a cigar company out of Ohio. We'll ask him uh, all about his company, and we'll smoke his cigar. Uh, new cigars have arrived in cigar shops this week. This is the time, folks, the best time to smoke cigars. Right now, all the new stuff is starting to come in. All the orders that you made at the IPCPR are coming in. Are they trickling in? Do they end up showing up by they don't the truckload? No, they, it's, they're trickling in, but we got a whole bunch of them, and I'll tell you the ones that came in uh, I know this that there's, there's some rumors floating around about people, smaller companies uh, like Maurice Cokes, having a hard time because his cigar blew up at the show. All of a sudden, it got popular, and we can't get it. And it's like, okay, you know, he can't keep up with the demand. Now, uh, Ma- Maurice listens to the show every single week. He does. Out in the Dominican Republic, because not only are we on on four radio stations that we'll get to and everything, but it's on the Internet. People are listening everywhere, lots of different countries and stuff. Maurice checks the show out. So, Maurice, we have no cigars. Yeah. Via Huelo. Via Huelo. It's because you don't say it right. Okay. That's why he's not sending them to you. He thinks you're talking about something else. Okay. Via Huelo and Antonius is his brand. Cigar Aficionado called it um, the best buy of 2010. 
You were on this a year ago. Right. We got on it nice, but now it got really popular, and we have none. Maurice, please do yourself a favor and take care of David because he took care of you right from the beginning. No, he's fine. He should get him first. He's fine. It's my opinion. Okay. But anyway, uh, we're going to talk about all the new cigars, including the impressive, very impressive... Double Eagle by Hammer and Sickle. Uh, this is the cigar. We're going to smoke it. All right. Who begged you yesterday to let us smoke this cigar today? <laughs> you. It was me. Dave, we were wondering. It, it's very impressive. We, I mean, it's, man. We yeah. were going to have Frank Herrera on this week, Chuck, as you know. Yeah. So we were we were scrambling to get that ready. His cigars didn't come in in time. We pushed show prep. But we usually do show prep on Wednesday. We pushed show prep all the way to Friday, which for Dave, you know, he starts getting an ulcer Panic. at that point. Panic you know, in. Sweating for no reason. Whatever. So <laughs> there's plenty of reasons. Go ahead. I know what you're thinking. I got a mirror in the house. I know. All right. So he's sweating for other reasons than the obvious reasons. And so we just had to pull the trigger and say, okay, Frank, we're going to put you off till next week. Yeah. And now we don't have a cigar. And I had seen the picture on Facebook of the double eagle, and I wanted to smoke it so bad. And well, we're, we're smoking it. And I don't know anything about it other than it's it's fantastic looking. Uh, Victor Vitale uh, from Hammer and Sickle, he's the cigar agency. Uh, he's coming on. Um, any just, minute now. Any minute now. And he'll tell us all about it. Also, we have the lovely Lady of the Leaf, Christine Morgan. Uh, she's going to tell us a women's view of cigars and, quote, her side of the story. And if you uh, checked the show out a couple weeks ago, um, we had some. She had some issues with us as uh, not being friendly. Not of, not us as the cigar authority. More us as in David. Right. More more of just the company. The two guys smoke shop cigar stores that she visited. She seemed to be really loving Mr. Jonathan on the phone. She was so, very so, so, nice. Okay, so it's all about Mr. Jonathan. Cigar authority. Well, well, we'll hear we'll hear her side of the story and the side of the story of the woman cigar smoker. I went to the third grade with that gentleman over there, Stephen Gudek. Stephen Peter Gudek the third. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan Barbo, in case you don't recognize the face. You used to beat the <laughs> hell out of him in school, remember? <laughs> Pushing him down the stairs. And hey, all that hang stuff. on. You might recognize this view. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, four stations picking us up on the Cigar Authority Radio Network include. We are broadcasting from WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston, WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL 1320 Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, and WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. And, folks, why listen when you can watch our live video stream? Watch this mess, folks. Watch it. On Ustream.tv forward slash The Cigar Authority. And we podcast for your listening pleasure in the car, podbean.com, and you can find us now on iTunes. There it is, or the CigarAuthority.com. Any of the products that you're looking for on the CigarAuthority.com, we're ready to rock and roll. Can we please light this thing up? I've been well, dreaming about this. Uh, the packaging is unbelievable. This is a, um, what would you call it? It's a 50-pound box for one cigar. That's what I'd call it. So give one to Chuck. I'd throw it to you, Chuck, yeah, but it'd knock you unconscious don't. if you missed it. Whoa! It's, yeah, it's a few pounds, right? It's a couple pounds? Yeah, at least a pound. It is... Um, glass or crystal yeah lead, russian lead crystal but but it's not pieces stuck together or something it's bored out yeah and uh almost like a uh a bottle it's got a cap on it a top on it so you you open the top and what a beautiful presentation this folks is a 25 dollar retail cigar but i'll tell you 
if I had to buy a cigar for somebody as a gift to make an impression, this is the impressive thing. Well, I'll this tell is you. not a, a, an aluminum tube, folks. This is a crystal bored out hole. Beautiful. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it to the folks that are listening. It's elegant and it's you crystal. can hear it. Yes, that's, that's the real deal. Now, looking in with it closed, the cigar looks like it's a little skinny cigar, but that's an optical illusion. If you look at the bottom of it, you'll notice it's probably about a 52 ring gauge. That's what I'm guessing, yeah. I can do stick we, my whole finger in there. Do we have anybody on the phone, Victor Vitale, call in and check in at 12.05, like you said? No? Okay. I just texted him the number, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because he can tell us about it or whatever, but uh, it is beautiful. It has a uh, foot band at the bottom called Double Eagle. And uh, a silver crest with a hammer and sickle oh, logo. Just in it. got the finger from Chuck. That means we've got Victor Vitali on the phone. Victor. Hey, gentlemen. There he is. Uh, what a we are smoking. Uh, we're getting ready to cut and light the double eagle. But I'm glad you're on right now. Before we do, you can tell us about it. It, it um, we're uh, oozing and uh, going crazy over the packaging, which uh, I'll tell you is uh, second to none. I mean, the, the packaging on on all that product is unbelievable. But I think uh, you went one step up. You kicked it up a notch on a single cigar package like this. So tell us about the cigar. Well, first off, thanks for having me back on the show. And, Anytime. Uh, I was listening earlier, and uh, thank you, Mr. Jonathan, for, uh, for quote-unquote begging to have the cigar be featured on the show today. <laughs> and I see you're wearing your colors. Nice T-shirt. Thank you very much. Rocking oh, it. Oh, look at you. <laughs> yeah. Do you have your surgical scissors out ready to cut this cigar? I, uh, you know, we're using a brand new cutter we haven't used before. This is the quad table cut lighter with four, obviously quad, four cutters on it. It has two straight cuts, two V cuts. We're using a straight cut because this is a torpedo. And a $70 cutter, pretty cool. And uh, that is uh, cut and ready to go. We have not lit yet because we're going to taste it a little before we even light it. Well, let me tell you something. You can cut this cigar with a hammer and chisel because the wrapper <laughs> is so thick. What mm. you're looking at is a 2,000-seed Nicaraguan Criollo wrapper. And in the filler, I use a Jalapa and Esteli as binder and filler. So it's going to give it a little bit of sweet, a little bit of strength. As we know, Esteli has some of the strongest tobacco on the planet. So this is a Nicaraguan Puro? Correct. Okay. I, for some reason, I was expecting the Davidoff type of taste of the cigar, and I, it certainly doesn't have that at all. It is a lot more richer, complex, and full-bodied. Uh, okay, so moving on. Well, you know, I'm, I'm very proud to have a partnership with um, Hanky Kellner. I, use a, I make a lot of cigars out of his factory. I also have a partnership with Christian Aroa. Those are two really great factories. As you know, as one of the biggest retail shops in the United States, they produce some of the best product in the world. They sure do, but that is Honduran tobacco, that is Dominican tobacco, and this is a Nicaraguan Puro. I had to reach so, very, very far into my relationships in order to source this wrapper. This wrapper is very limited, and for a company my size, I consider myself a small to medium-sized company. And usually the big guys, the big, big, big manufacturers or big brand owners, they come in and scoop all of this really, really good tobacco ahead of time. But 
I was able to cash in on my relationship with this uh, farm and factory in Nicaragua in order to get enough leaf to, uh, to create this project. Now, when you say enough leaf, this is a very limited production cigar to begin with. Each one is sold singly to us, the retailer, which we sell out singly. There are no boxes of them. How many cigars are made of, of this particular cigar? 1,000 for the world. 1,000 single cigars, not wow. 1,000 boxes. 1,000 single cigars, and for not the United States, and I know they do. you guys do a lot of business out there in Europe and everywhere else, uh, Russia, and, and, and uh, 1,000 for the world. I have a uh, Mr. Jonathan flavor of the week for you, Victor. On the pre-light, I was tasting a little bit of white pepper and exactly one half of a raisin. It was like the raisin flavor stopped as soon as you stopped pulling on it. Some cigars, you pull on them, you get that warm raisin, and it continues down your palate. This is warm raisin, stop, as soon as you're done pulling. That is, that's that's an awesome description. You should trademark this stuff. I mean, this stuff is really, really cool. It, it's it's so useless, and it has no uh, place <laughs> in, in anything. But he does it every week, and he's going to do it. And the more we say stop, the more he does it. So you just got to hey, just lay off it and go nowhere with it. To so, each their own. You know, there's a lot of folks yeah. out there that really get into descriptions like that. And, you know, every palate is different. You know, I mean, there's yeah. a study, right? I mean, every palate, people taste different things. And, you know, you can, you can really talk about the similarities of flavor, but, you know, he he obviously has a super palate. Yeah, super. I'm going to give him exactly a half a slap behind the head. <laughs> well, uh, half you had mentioned the packaging um, yeah. earlier. I, I don't want to get through this segment without commenting on the packaging. The packaging is a very, very serious uh, crystal packaging. It weighs exactly one pound. Okay. And. The reason why we're able to get that sort of packaging for the cigar project is because of the hammer and sickle Russian vodka people. These are the folks that own the trademark for this particular brand. And because they source so much crystal and so much glass for their brand of vodka, we're able to get uh, really cool, fancy stuff like the... Uh, that is the way. Yeah, I was wondering, because as a cigar company, it's not like you uh, are you know over the top with the number of lead crystal packages that you're doing one one thousand that's yeah. it that's all you're making i'm like how do you how do you get this cigar in there and keep it at only 25 dollars with this this package and that's the way you do it because you're sourcing so much with from the vodka line and and that's funny you say only 25 dollars because we know we got it coming in it was at the trade show we saw lots and lots of cigars at the trade show and they kind of by the time you get back everything gets mismangled in your head what's coming in uh, we have a new hammer and sickle project coming in. It's um, uh, double eagle, twenty-five dollar cigar, and I'm thinking to myself, geez, it's on the, the high end. His, it's going to be a tough cigar to end up moving. The thing comes in, I look at, I go, wow, it's only twenty-five dollars. When you look at it, it becomes only twenty-five dollars, as expensive as twenty-five dollars sounds. When you see the packaging, you touch the packaging. Believe me, folks. For yourself or for a gift, it would be sensational. Now, am I mistaken? In mine, I didn't see one, but I think in David's, there was a humidification element in there. No, that was just a little foam to, so the cigar doesn't bounce. Oh, all right. Okay. A little, like one of those little foam peanut things. How would this cigar age in the packaging? Can you leave it in there and put that in your humidor, or do you think you got to crack the seal? Well, Victor. you know, for me, I prefer to put my cigars in the humidor. Um, however, some folks really like to keep the trophy on the shelf or somewhere in their office, and 
you know, you, you can do either or, but, you know, for me, tobacco belongs in a humidor, so I would, I would take it out of the packaging and put the packaging on the shelf as a trophy and put the cigar sure. in the humidor. Well, so uh, all Nicaraguan, it's, it's, it's fuller bodied than anything I know from the hammer and sickle line that I'm tasting, but um, there's no doubt I'm not, I'm not tasting immature at all. I'm tasting very mature, very aged tobacco to begin with. Uh, very, every component, very nice. Every component is aged. There's a minimum, the tobacco, the three different tobacco components, there's a minimum of five-year age. Uh, all the way through about eight or nine years worth of age on the tobacco. It's a very well-balanced, very well-aged cigar. Wow, very good job. Uh, unfortunately, it's going to be in and out, and that's going to be the end of it. And we 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 bought in uh, we bought in heavy, but it's just not going to last. But we wanted to get a chance to tell people about it anyway. Um, so uh, check out Double Eagle. In the meantime, tell us about the cigar agency. What do you do? What what, what is it all about? The Cigar Agency manufactures, imports, and distributes premium cigars. Um, I own trademarks, several trademarks, and I also do uh, private label manufacturing and sourcing. I've been doing that for years, and I'm glad you asked because, not to bring the conversation back to the double eagle, but it's really a big challenge when the vodka company brings this really cool packaging to me and says, hey, we want to put a cigar in this packaging and really brand it well. and you know, you see packaging like, like the double eagle tube, and you can't just put any old cigar in there. And in the past, in this business, there, there's like this perception of the cigars, you know, the brand is all packaging. It's light on tobacco, or uh, it's all cigar, and, and the packaging isn't cool enough. So finding that balance is very, very challenging. So what came first, the chicken or the egg? In, in this case, the packaging came before the cigar itself. Yeah, I had to build the cigar around the packaging, and I hope that uh, I didn't let anybody down on this one. Wow. Certainly not. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's interesting, though, though. You know, I, I always thought, for the most part, it went the other way, that somebody makes a great cigar and says, okay, now how are we going to package this? But here's the package. Um, all right, we want. Well, in this case, Victor, you hit a home run because you start the experience with the cigar. You start off just inside the, the cardboard box. You have, it says Double Eagle on it. It's a picture of an eagle. you got the Hammer and Sickle logo, and you start off kind of, it's a simple box, and you're going, okay, this is pretty awesome. You open it up. You see the lead crystal. Now it's starting to get phenomenal. You open it up, and now you're smoking the cigar, and your experience from start to finish, paying $25 for this, it's like going to a good movie with a great beginning, middle, and end. You take us through the whole experience, and then you end up with a huge, huge payoff. Well, what a shame it would be if the cigar was loud. Oh, yeah, if it was a letdown. So, anyway, you did good. That's but, the but challenge, you know, if, if you sure. guys can imagine being presented this packaging and then someone saying, hey, make me a cigar... To go into this package. I mean, that's it's intimidating. It's very, very challenging. I'm glad I don't have your job. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> okay. Well, so do you, you. want to do you want to share the manufacturing, or is this a top secret, double secret probation thing? Um, yeah, this is this is a secret. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a small factory in Nicaragua. The, the, the farms are uh, they make a lot of tobacco, or they grow a lot of tobacco for several folks. And, um, you know, we, we like to keep our sources uh, very secretive on special projects like this. But I can, I can imagine going to a factory like that and say, okay, I want to do this special project, blah, 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 blah. And they say, okay, how many thousands of boxes do you want to make of this? And, no, no, we want to make a thousand. A thousand boxes? No, no, just a thousand cigars. And we don't want any boxes at all because we have our own packaging, too. 
a thousand single cigars. I mean, I probably couldn't get a thousand single cigars for somebody's wedding or something, you know, just to, to put bands on something. But you managed to do an, uh, a, a, such an elite project like this with only a thousand. Is it because you, you could only be able to sell a thousand, or is it because there's only a thousand that could be made using this wrapper because it's that? Rare? Yeah, I'm wondering if this actually makes the project a little bit easier because by only having to make a thousand, now you can go super boutique with the with the tobacco itself. Well, um, first of all, to go to a factory and tell them that you only want a thousand cigars made—I mean, it, if you're just any any person, they're going to laugh you out of their front door. I mean, you, you just can't. These factories don't stop millions of cigars in production to make uh, a small batch 1,000 uh, cigar right. brand production. Um, it's not worth wrapper, it. Al- although the wrapper is extremely limited, there is more of this wrapper. But, you know, as I said in the beginning of the segment, a lot of these bigger companies, when they see a wrapper this special that's been aging for a long time, I mean, the price <laughs> is a premium for this stuff. You know, you're paying over $60, $70 a pound for uh, something this elite. And these guys come in, and you know, this—you'll you'll probably see this wrapper again on some super expensive cigar that one of these premium boutique companies put out in the near future. But because of my relationship with the factory and the growers, I was able to score enough tobacco to really, really get this project up and running. Okay, I have some guesses on who made this cigar or where it came from. I will uh, share that with you when I see you alone and look in your eye when I ask you the question, <laughs> so I can tell if you're lying. But uh, I have a good idea, I think. Uh, as the cigar authority, I he have, does not have a good idea. He has a good idea. That's right. I add the R when it's not needed. You know that. So yeah, we well, that on the last one, right? That's right. That's <laughs> right. Well, uh, good luck with this. You don't need luck. It's sold out, and that's it. The people that have it have it. And uh, I'm going to certainly put uh, some aside for myself for uh, when I need a special gift because it's that beautiful. It's um, Double Eagle by Hammer and Sickle. Um, um, and produced and uh, invented here by the uh, the cigar agency. Any other new projects coming out by you guys? Yes, actually, uh, something I'm really excited about, which was a huge hit at the IPCPR in Las Vegas this year. Um, I finally have Ortsack 1962 Bulletproof, which is a brand new Ortsack cigar. It comes in an EVA bulletproof material box, first of its kind. Um, the grade of the box isn't bulletproof, but the actual material is bulletproof. And I, and I got a quick story for you. I don't know how long sure. I'm allowed to talk here. but Go ahead. We're, um, we're way over already, but go ahead. All right. Well, I'll be fast. Um, as you know, the new president of the IPCPR is yeah. ex-Navy military. Sure. So, Bill, uh, Bill Spann. Right. So I, I, see this, uh, I see this gentleman looking at, at my Ortsack project, and he's got it in his hand. So I walk over and I say hi, and I introduce myself, and he goes, oh, hi, and I look in his badge, and I see that he's the new president. I said, oh, hey, I've been looking forward to meeting you, and da-da-da-da-da, we get into small talk. And uh, he's holding the box, and he's kind of shaking it like, you know, he's shaking his head like he knows something. And he looks at me, and he says, I know this material. This is EVA 65297, whatever number he spouted off. He says, this is what the Navy SEAL team uses on their, in their uniforms when they go on special projects. And I said, get out of here, really? And he says, yeah, I know exactly what this is. This is a really smooth project that you have here. So I was cool. really excited to get that compliment from somebody who knew. Sure. You know, normally you're explaining what this type of material is used for. Well, I, 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 I saw that at the booth. I saw um, Ortsak once again. I saw it there last year. And now you're saying we're all excited because uh, we have it. I don't have it. 
When you say we have it, what does that mean? When, when are we shipping this? When are we going to smoke it? When am I going to have it? My container arrives on Tuesday of this coming week, finally. Uh, the biggest problem that I had, it's, it's a little late in the production phase because we couldn't get enough wrapper to support the production. Um, last year at the trade show was introduced, we sold out of the entire first production. We didn't have enough wrapper to even complete the first production. And then it was introduced throughout the year uh, to very special retailers across the country. Even yourself, you have a huge back order for this thing. Yeah. And uh, shown again at this year's trade show, so I've completely sold out of first and second production. Yeah, um, you're going to need to stop showing it and start producing it. Right, right. Stop showing it and start uh, shipping it to the stores because we're ready to do it. So we can expect maybe next week to have the cigar in our hand. You will have it. Dave Garofalo at Two Guys Smoke Shop will have it on display at all three locations by Friday, I guarantee it. All right. I can't heard it here. You heard it here, folks. Oh, man, I almost hope it doesn't show up so we can bust them next week. (laughs) All right, Victor. Uh, Victor, thank you uh, for checking in. Great job on this this beautiful, beautiful cigar. Uh, I I just can't say enough about it. It's the most elegant-looking, great piece I've ever seen in the cigar industry. I'm in 26 years. It's beautiful. So thank you so much for doing that. We look forward to Ortsack next week. Maybe we'll end up having it on the show if we can uh, pull that off. But thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me always. You guys are great. Thanks again. All right. Thank, thank you, Victor. You. Victor Vitali, that's the Cigar Agency, and uh, he's, he's doing it, man. He's doing it. Listen, we got to take a break. Yeah. Okay. When we come back, we're going to have Christine Morgan, a.k.a. the lovely lady of the stick. She's going to give us a women's perspective of cigars and her side of the story. Michael Gabriel from Tossa. Tosa, 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 Tosa yeah. Cigars chimes in and tells us about his new cigar that we'll be smoking. And uh, we got lots of information going on on great cigars that are out here hitting the shelves right now in the cigar stores. So stick around, everybody. We're going to be back in just a couple minutes. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars everywhere and single cigars, too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. Have you been arguing with your wife about the smell of your cigar smoking? My name is John Sullivan. I can make all that go away with a revolutionary new product called the Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. This is Mr. Jonathan. I used to get crap from the wife all the time about the smell of my cigar smoking coming up from my studio. But that has all stopped since I got my Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. Not only does the Auric Air purifier totally eliminate the smell of your cigars but also dust and dander bacteria and mold 
including spores and pollen. I'd like to invite you to come see it for yourself and let me personally show you how simple I can fix your problem. The Auric Clean Home Center is located at 8 Spitbrook Road at the corner of the DW Highway in Nashua, New Hampshire, right across the street from Two Guys Smoke Show. Visit my friend John Sullivan in Nashua, New Hampshire. Or call us at 603-595-2122. That's 603-595-2122. Auric, simply amazing since 63. There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran, Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it certified. One taste, and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back, and it's 2283. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and Sickle, Super Premium Vodka, Russian Reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, men who go to bed with itchy bum wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing. It's what some call the modern day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra. A little fun and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. Hello? Oh, yeah. Okay, we're back with the Cigar Authority, enjoying the Double Eagle by Hammer and Sickle and loving it. But on the phone, speaking of... Yeah, can uh, we hurry up and get to her before she starts complaining? We have bad customer service, too. Hey, hey, I don't hey, want to be don't even go there. I don't want to be lumped in with you. Don't even start with me. Don't even start. Um, calling us live, I believe, from Oklahoma, uh, known as the lovely lady of the stick, Christine Morgan. Are you on the line, Christine? I am. How you doing, fellas? Very good. How are you? I'm fantastic. 
Well, you will be the first interview with no. We we had um we had this Teresa yeah um, Teresa the smoking hot cigar smoking but uh, you'll be the, you'll be the second uh, woman we've had on um, on the show certainly and, the first woman cigar roller for you know all intents and purposes in the United States yeah rolling cigars and stuff uh, you you are from Oklahoma is that where you're calling from yeah yep absolutely okay I'm I'm having a tough time hearing her. Okay, a little uh, tough time hearing you there. Uh, is it us? I'm sure. Okay. Uh, so uh, are you in the cigar business? Uh, no, I actually, well, sure, I guess you could say. I mean, I review. I like to do some crazy things with cigars. I'm just shaking it up a little bit is what I'm trying to do. Yeah, you have a blog out there. You're talking about cigars, but you don't work for a cigar store or anything like that. Nope, not at this okay. time. Okay, and I'm never going to ask a, a, a lady her age or anything, but I'm going to say uh, you're a young lady uh, who enjoys premium, good cigars, not vanilla cigars, not little girl cigars. When I say little girl cigars, little thin cigarette-looking cigars, really large, premium, you know your cigars. Absolutely. It actually took me three years of cigar smoking to even try a flavored or infused cigar. So what, what made you do it in the first place? What made you say, you know what, I'm going to end up trying cigars and I'm not even walking in the store and asking for, give me a little thing. I want to go dive right into a large cigar, which is primarily a guy's type thing. What made you do it? Why, why, um, why I attracted? I, I just love the smell of it. I used to work at a bathing suit boutique that was actually right next to a cigar store. So I was teased by the smell every day when I walked oh. by to open up the shop. And uh, I actually I was a little bit intimidated to go into the cigar shop as a woman because I figured that they would recommend something flavored. So actually a friend of mine um, helped me out. I said, show me what you smoke. Because he and I had a lot of... Uh, similar tastes in food and beverages and, and things so I said show me what you you know show me what you smoke and I purchased about seven or eight cigars that day and my first cigar was actually a La Gloria Cubana series or seven so wow which for the folks that don't know out there I mean big thick ring gauge large large full-bodied cigar out of Dominican and that's your first you know I'll talk to guys all the time as a retailer and stuff and most guys started off with a macanoodle or something very mild and here you are boom right uh, right for the full-body stuff from the beginning how long has it been that you've been smoking cigars about you said three years um, a little over six years actually six years okay uh, and actually no, the never... first box of cigars I ever bought was from you guys you're kidding I'm not kidding you. It was a box of CAO Brazilian Anacondas, and actually, I still have that box in my humidor. I smoke one every year on my birthday. Oh, my god. Well, because you, you actually went to uh, school a... in New Hampshire. You went to college in New I, Hampshire. Keen. Yes, I did. I went to Keene. And, and you came into the store, or you bought through mail order? Oh, mail order. Yeah, I was living oh. down in uh, Baltimore at the time. Okay, so so you went to school here in Keene, huh? So, so I did. You know the, yeah, you know the area. And um, the, uh, um, w what happens when you go into cigar stores? Um, you, you know, you, you walk into a cigar store as a girl, I mean, uh, and you're serious about the cigars you're going you're gonna to buy or, or uh, smoke there. Um, is there an is there immediate um, thing to bring you to, small, smaller cigars or flavored cigars and things like that? 
Uh, well, usually everybody assumes, everybody always starts with the question, oh, are you buying for your husband or your dad or, you know, whatever, which anymore um, is kind of humorous to me because, you know, then I say, oh, no, I'm buying for me. And usually they take a look at the selection of the cigars that I have in my hand and, you know, you see this look across their face like they were just hit with a shockwave. Yeah, you know what you're talking about. You, you absolutely yeah. know what you're talking about. I, I, I checked the uh, the videos and things like that, and, and a couple of things that I was blown away by was uh, rewrapping cigars, infusing cigars, the, the bacon-infused cigars. I mean, you're doing <laughs> stuff I have never seen before, so tell us a little about that. It's just, it actually started... Uh, Last year, I just kind of wanted to expand my experience with cigars and get a better understanding of the, of the entire process. I actually started by taking wrappers off the cigars, and, you know, I was smoking uh, an LFD uh, Coronado one day, and I was like, you know what, I, this would taste really good with this wrapper. And then all that thing kind of started, and actually the first wrapper switch I ever did was with the CAO MX2, CX2, and LX2, which it was a lot of fun, and I, I've been doing it ever since. It's been uh, been very, very interesting. My favorite, I put the, uh, believe a G wrapper on uh, the Kane F, and that's been my favorite switch Ever since, now, actually, I loved it so much that I rewrapped two boxes. I switched wrappers on, you know, a box of the S and then the Alina G. Now, this is carefully taking the tobacco leaf off the one cigar and putting it on a different cigar, switching it. Right, even the cap. I mean, I peel off the cap, I peel off everything, and then rewrap it in the same way. Do you do a full switch, take the wrapper from one and put it on the other, and then take the one from the one you just put it on and put it back on the other one? Or do you end up Oh, with... Absolutely. Absolutely. So there's no waste. No. No, no, no. And you must have a, you know, you you know how to roll a cigar, obviously, by doing this. And you're talking about not having extra tobacco to make mistakes. I mean, if you make a mistake, it's over. Right, absolutely. And I've been doing some some other things, too. I've I've done a barber pole. Um, I made a cigar that was striped. It had a... Connecticut wrappers on the foot and the head, and then in the middle it was a sun-grown wrapper, you know, so it looks like it had a stripe of black through the through the middle, which that was fun. So I did actually get to rip out some whip out some tools for that and do a little surgery. Well, you have leaf. had uh, you have had cigars probably nobody else in the world ever smoked, including the manufacturer themselves that makes the cigar <laughs> because you're you're actually recreating their their cigar in the first place. Have you ever come across something that you ended up making a switch and created a better mousetrap, in other words? You, you've improved the cigar dramatically? Honestly, I think that, that Cameroon wrapper on that Cane F was uh, fantastic. And I actually gave, uh, when I was at Texas Cigar Fest, I gave a couple of those to Dave Wagner and Brian Scholey to try out, and, and they enjoyed them. And, and aesthetically, how does it look after you do that? Is it is it look that become a sellable looking cigar, or it's kind of rough because it peeled off and peeled on? Oh no! It's when I first starting started doing it, it was a little bit rough, but uh, I've had a lot of practice, so it's right. I mean, a lot of people look at them and can't tell. No kidding. Isn't this yeah. interesting, huh? Christine, when you take apart a cigar, is there a is there a certain – let's say I wanted to start doing this at home. Uh, do you have to spray the cigar down and dampen it a bit in order to be able to work with the wrapper? Do you do it dry? Actually, what I do is uh, I steam them. I get a humidifier, 
lock it up in a room. I humidify the room for, you know, about 45 minutes or so. Then I put the cigars in. I have the humidifier up to about 85%. So that really, and I do fill it with distilled water um, now. Um, but it, it, then I leave the cigars in there, and, and that does help, you know, soften the wrapper, soften the pectin, so then I can peel off the wrapper without, you know, spraying them down and getting them sure. soaking wet. Now, how long do you have to re-age the cigar after you've done the wrapper switch in order to get let those tobaccos mell up again? It really just depends. I mean, I've smoked them or let them sit anywhere between a couple of days to, you know, a couple of weeks or a couple of months. Do you find that it, after just a couple of days you're starting to deal with uh, ammonia from the, the re-fermentation? No, oh, not, not really, not really, yeah. no. I mean, because most of these have been aged. You know, already. Yeah. I wonder if a company would ever take your change of product and end up coming up with I don't a, think like a re-blend, like you're a disc jockey, a, a remix. remix. I don't think that that would work, and this is the reason. When you have a wrapper on one cigar and it ferments with that tobacco, you're pulling flavors from the middle of the cigar Into to it. the outside. As it's a sponge. Now yeah. that tobacco is going to taste different than if it was the original Cameroon, as the example on the KNF. So you're actually right. you're re-wrapping a tobacco-infused tobacco leaf. Okay, right, that's absolutely. what's going on. Now, so, and speaking of infused, now tell us about this, um, which uh, I've, I've heard from many people, uh, not uh, two things you can add to any kind of food or anything and improve it, and one of them <laughs> is chocolate and one is bacon. And you have made a bacon-infused cigar. As well as a bacon bourbon, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. <laughs> that was uh, actually a little bit of a joke. <laughs> okay. Did, did it work? Did you pull it off or, or, or it just never happened? No, I did. It, it was actually really interesting because I infused the bourbon with some uh, bacon grease, <laughs> and which actually it looked disgusting when I first did it, and then I... You know, I I drained all the the fat off of it, and uh, it tasted amazing. I loved it. I'm actually uh, drank all of it, and I'm gonna make some more. But uh, infusing the cigar with it, I used the LSD um, L300, and that just you know it was really interesting. I wanted to use something that had a little bit of spice, but also had some nice earthy tones to it because I thought that that would. Uh, meld really well with uh, the bacon and the bourbon, which which it did. Um, it was subtle. I didn't want it to be a kick in the face. I didn't spray it on the wrapper. I actually um, I infused the binder of the cigar, and, uh, you know, I didn't want it to be right on your lips. I wanted it to be subtly throughout the cigar, and it was it was great, actually. Now, you by yourself, there you are, sitting in your kitchen or wherever you do this, you do this thing by yourself, and you create these... Like a scientist, you're, you're creating a mad scientist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how mad, but that's pretty much it. You, you you try things, and there's probably things that you tried, complete failures. You don't even bring it up; it didn't work. Let me try the next thing. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's awesome, and, and it's very different in a, in a industry that's such a copycat industry, and we bring it up all the time. You are certainly doing something I have never heard. 26 years in the business, uh, I've never heard of something like this, and I'd be intrigued very much to try something like this. Yeah, the guys here that work here are shaking their heads, and it's... No, I mean, bacon, I'm always... 
Yeah, they, they, they want the bacon cigars, which, man, that would be... All right, it's time to address the elephant in the room, so to speak. Can we please talk about All right, let, let, let me, let me the first, incident, we'll call it? Let, let me preface it by saying that um, uh, somebody had sent me a, uh, a link to a video that, that you made and said, uh, uh, I, I believe they sent it to uh, um, me at uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop. It said, I think you're going to be very interested in this, but this is somebody that uh, is on the chat box. And, and I said, uh, I went home that night and uh, checking all the emails and stuff and looked at it. It was a Saturday night. And uh, I said, okay, let me watch this. Now, some of your videos, and, you know, they're not two-minute videos. Uh, you, you go on for 30 minutes or something. So I'm like, oh, 30-minute thing. What am I going to look at here? But about three, <laughs> minutes, about three minutes deep into it, all of a sudden, it is the story was brought up that I was in Boston and I didn't have a chance to uh, go visit a lot of cigar stores or anything because I was running out of time. But uh, I did uh, stop off at Two Guys Smoke Shop and uh, beautiful store, but to be honest with you, not very friendly people. Now, I got to tell you, I pride myself and all the employees here, and we try to be as expert as we can. And our number one thing is customer service and to be nice to everybody we can. And you, you ruined my night, I just want to say. <laughs> but you just, didn't ruin my, you just didn't ruin my night. You ruined the night of every manager I have because we have three different stores. So I don't know what store you went to. So I send it to that night to each one of them, and I tell them, listen, I just sent you something I want you to look at. And they it. were whipped into a frenzy. I said, you don't have to uh, go 30 minutes into it. At about three minutes into it, you're going you're gonna to get, well, each one of them watched it all the way through anyway. And then the next day, it became, you know, all the employees. It went viral at Two Guys Smoke Show. Yeah, it went viral in India because it's really important to us, and it was like a horror show. So you can, you can do a, a hundred nice things, and then you do one bad thing, and then that person tells the person, but the hundred, the hundred people before that say nothing. So a perfect example of, and this was the perfect example. Now we got to try to figure out who did it, and it, the blame game starts, and everybody says it had to be the Salem <laughs> store because coming out of Boston, that's going to be the one most likely. It turns out not to be that. Uh, um, the general manager, Ed, uh, emailed you and and said, you know, listen, we really want to talk about this. We're really concerned. It's important to us. No response. We go to a trade show, and um, I'm with the general manager along with me, and we're at the Altadas booth, and we're placing a big order, and I'm sitting with them, and Ed catches you because it's video that you do. You know, you may not know who we are or who I am on a radio show, but we certainly know who you are because there's your picture and there's who you are. Plus, there's not a lot of whole bunch of girls walking around with big, full-body cigars, and there you were, and that's what you were doing. So he says, excuse me, and he goes running and leaves me by myself. And I go look, and I said, oh, my God, that's, that's who it is. And um, he talked to you. He got the answers that we needed anyway to try to straighten out whatever problem we have. Or we think he gets the answers because we got right. Ed's version of Christine's story. So, so hopefully, Christine, you can uh, So So now we're going to take it to you, in. and uh, I'd like to hear your side of the story. I'm sure. Actually, Ed, he got, I'm sorry to say this, but he did get it a little bit twisted. I understand there's a little game of telephone going on, you know, sure. the more people it goes through. I was, I, I did share actually several experiences with him. The first of which, of course, was my experience with you guys. And I mean, this is something, honestly, that I look forward on this trip. It was something that I planned on, uh, planned on, uh, doing the whole time that I was there. 
I was actually in Boston for my brother's graduation. Didn't get a chance to hit up any shops there, and you know, left a little early um, on my way out. I was actually gonna, you know, sit there and 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 smoke a cigar at the shop because, you know, like I said, I bought my first box of cigars from you guys. I'd heard a lot about it, and you know, so I I go in, and there's this young man across the room. He says, "Hey," and that is it until I actually go up to the register. And Dave, I'm really big on customer service like you are. I mean, it really sounds like, you know, we're on the same boat. I mean, that's that's what I'm paying for, you know, sure. and especially in the cigar industry being, you know, such a small industry and, you know, whatnot. I, you know, I just, I, I want to be treated like I would treat somebody else. Yeah. And I do understand that customer service does start with a customer. I believe that, you know, 100%. I mean, it, it goes both ways. It's not just the salesperson. It's also the customer, you know, can't affect the customer service. And I'm a very friendly girl. You know, I'll talk to anybody that gives me the time of day. Uh, and I love to talk to people. And I was just looking forward to picking up a couple of cigars and, you know, sitting and enjoying one and, and, and talking to people. And, and I was disappointed. I mean, I definitely don't want to bash you guys. You have ah, a I, I, I want the truth, man. I, man, I want, man. <laughs> Young lady. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want the truth, as painful as it is. And somebody brought up to me, why am I even bringing this up? Shh, keep it to yourself. Somebody had something bad to say about you. And all the more, I want to bring it to the forefront because I'm so troubled by it because we even talk about it on the show. You know, I, I try to help other retailers out and say, you know, with big big mail order companies, the deep discounting and things like that, all we have is customer service. So it's so, so right. important. So, all right, keep going. Well, no, I appreciate that. And you're not trying to sweep it under the rug and pretend it didn't happen. I mean, this is the point of me reviewing shops. That's something I'm going to be doing with my website. I am going to be reviewing shops. Like I said, I want to shake it up in the industry. You know, in my focus, that's going to be the big thing is customer service. And I'm not going to be the only one that does it. I have other people that will be out and doing it for me as well. So I know because, you know, I have this space on this video blog, I realize I can't get away with it all the time. But, uh, no, I mean, you're, you're taking it and the situation, and you are using it to make your company better. And that is my goal in this. Okay. Yeah, you because know, everybody deserves that treatment, and it's not, you know, it's not a, man, a male customer and a female customer, and you know, whatever. It's we're all just customers. Yeah, everybody so that walks through your door is a customer, whether they're it, buying for themselves or somebody else, or they're a man or they're a woman. It sounds like you had. Uh, what I would describe as mediocre service, you know, not really being paid attention to as you walked in. Uh, it wasn't so much that they, what we surmised was that maybe you were insulted by someone saying to you, uh, you know, who are you buying the cigars for or whatever. It really is that someone paid little attention to you when you walked in, and it wasn't that they talked bad to you or mean to you. It just, it, they didn't talk to you. There was right. no service. Gotcha. No, no service. It was a ring up my cigars and send me out the door. I mean, I didn't even stay for a cigar like I had originally planned on. I mean, and I don't know if this kid was having a bad day, but I believe, I fully believe in leaving the drama at the door. And one of my mottos whenever I was doing customer service is create the experience. You know, working for a bathing suit boutique, it's not fun for a woman to come in and try on a bathing suit. That's something every woman dreads, I promise you. So we all there at our shop try to create the experience and really build relationships and make it fun for everybody. And that's something that I've carried with me you know, everywhere that I've worked since then is create the experience with everybody 
that crosses your path. Well, I certainly hear you loud and clear. I think uh, everybody that works for this company heard you loud and clear. Uh, we're, we're, we're all blown away. You know, everybody was, like, blown away because we certainly try to do that, uh, you know, and I'm, a, I'm such a proponent on it. But, um, you know, and I, and I hope this isn't the case, that it was that a girl's coming in, she's going to buy a cigar for her husband or whatever it's going to be, and, you know, the, the guy that comes in all the time that we know, he's the guy we're going to give the attention to, which is quite the opposite of, you know, what I want to do. I want to do it for everybody, but by all means, uh, fresh meat. You know, is uh, it's very, very hard to get new customers. There's not a lot of people saying, you know, I think I'll start taking up smoking. It, it doesn't happen every day. So somebody new comes in, you have one chance of a first impression, and we blew it. I mean, uh, well, the there's always the Salem store. They're much nicer here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that, that was the Nashua store you went to, right? That's correct. Yeah. Jeez. But uh, all right, they're all fired. The we'll just start again well. next week with new employees. It, it is. It's very, very disturbing. And uh, you know, it's true. I don't have to bring it up, but but I want to do it. I want to say it. Here it is. It's it's four radio stations in the area hearing that we, you know, I'm I'm we announcing, up. you know, big money advertising here saying that uh, bad customer service, but it will uh, certainly improve. And uh, we're going to get on top of it. And, and I thank you, actually, for bringing it up because somebody that has uh, bad customer service may just never go to that place ever again. And that would be the worst. That, that would be me getting bad customer service where I would just say, I'll never go there again. I'm not going to say anything to anybody. I'm not going to do anything. Hey, it's a restaurant or something. Uh, let's go to this place. You know what? I went there before. I really don't want to go there. And I just never go again instead of telling the owner, listen, it's not the owner. You know, it's not me, obviously. Uh, I wasn't there on the floor. Uh, but, you know, these people are my soldiers. They stand there and represent the company. So... Uh, that, that, that's all I get to stand back on, and all I can say is I'm sorry for the for the service. Hopefully it improves, and hopefully you don't do what I would do, which is never go in the place again. You give us another chance, and uh, we uh, blow you away. Yeah. So of course, uh, you guys have handled this with class and grace, and you know, and and I appreciate that. And actually, I was going to be writing up a formal review um, of you guys anyway for my website, which should be going live this week. But uh, is that the uh, lovely know, I, lady I of belief.com? The lovely lady of the stick.com, yeah. But, I mean, one thing I did want to mention is I do know that this this has been an old boys club since, you know, the dawn of time, since tobacco sure. first popped out of the ground. But this is now anymore, women are starting to enjoy and appreciate what you guys have appreciated forever. We're not trying to take over. We're not trying to infringe upon your boy time. I mean, you're just trying to improve just the scenery for crying out loud. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're just and, trying to. We, we're finally realizing what what everything in, about cigars entails, you know. And you're going to see more and more women come into your shops that are going to want to sit there and smoke cigars as well. I mean, I know a lot of women that are embarrassed that they enjoy cigars and will keep it a secret and only smoke when they're alone wow. because they don't want men looking at them in a certain way, or you know, because I mean, you know, we there is a certain. It. Yeah, uh, sorry, that's hardwiring. Yeah, we can't help that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, I know. And it's, yeah. I mean, you got to kind of have a thick skin, honestly, to be a woman in the industry. Jeez. All right. Well, Christine, we're very happy to have you on, and we're sorry that we have to go because we're hitting a hard break here. 
but but thank you. Please give us another chance, and we would love to have you on. Uh, and I, I would love to buy or get one of those made-up cigars from you, and we and we can talk about it someday on the show because sure. uh, it sounds very very intriguing. So th- thank you sure, so much for coming on, and and uh, please accept my apologies and give us another chance. Absolutely, thank you guys. Okay, that's Christine Morgan, lovelyladyofthestick.com. Yes. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a break. When we come back, it's Michael Gabriel from Tosa Cigars, uh, and we're gonna learn and smoke his cigars and learn about it. We got events, promotions, uh, lots of different things going on. We still got to get to uh, the Cigar Journal and uh, everything that's going on there. So lots more coming up, folks. Stick around. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs looking to grow your business or increase sales. Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with The Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. Or send us an email at ads at thecigarauthority.com. Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. True or false? You don't have to spend a lot for a great cigar. True! Well, it's not true anymore, thanks to Dos Ombre Cigars. For over 20 years now, Dos Ombre has been the best bang for your buck brand, period. And with Dos Ombre, there's something for everyone. Try the mild white-banded Dos Ombre Dominican, or the fuller-body green-banded Dos Ombre Nicaraguan, or how about the red-banded Dos Ombre Honduran, available in natural or deep dark Maduro. Now with sizes for everyone, there's something for everyone. Handmade, long-filled, premium cigars in cost-saving bundles because you can't smoke the box. Dos Ombre, the best bang for your buck premium cigar, period. Now available in flavors. Try Dos Ombre flavors for something sweet. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle, a bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band, no fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. 
These are not first quality cigars, not seamless, not perfect or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money. They'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable, it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. Boston Sports Station. Your year, baby. Your year. 1510 The Zone. No doubt about that, baby. WWZN Boston. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Harry. Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. I gotta see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? I heard at that time. That's yeah. good. We got a it's little... gold, Jerry. It's gold. It's gold, because your name is in it. You like it. <laughs> no, he actually, did you hear the quote right at the beginning? He says, it's gold, Jerry. Oh, really? We say that all the time. Okay. All right. I got two things I want to say. The first thing is uh, the flavor from this one as we put it down. Uh, I hate Harry, to put it down. I hate there's to some, put it down, too. still left. We got an hour out of that. 25 bucks. We got an hour. You probably got about an hour and 20. I'm behind the scenes. Do I have to put it down? You don't have to. All right. Uh, I'm getting a very, very strong flavor of uh, dark brown sugar with green Sweet. beans. I don't know about green beans. Green um, beans. It's not green bean almondine because I was looking for those almonds. There's no nuts. It's just you know it, a very it's rich, dark, but it's got sweetness to it. There is sweetness to that. Uh, and very green nice. beans themselves, you cook them right, they got a little sweetness to them. I've had green beans before. There was that time. It was on the plate. There were people there. All right. The other thing I want to say <clears throat> is uh, that you're a lunatic. Because you have this person on now. She could have been a loose cannon. It turns out Christine treated us very nice, treated you very nice, and talked nice about you. But she could have gone off the deep end. And we don't have a button that just says, you know, there's no signal to Chuck to have him text over to the station, cut this chick off. And I'm a big guy. I throw myself in the fire. When the, you were in the fire. <clears throat> when the problems are going on, that's what I want because I want to fix it. And the new, yeah, you the fix it behind the, the scenes. You bring someone no, on, they could have ripped right you apart. A, right on the radio. We call that falling on the sword. <clears throat> I love it. <laughs> I, w- I was ready to... Uh, you got a mouse in your pocket? <laughs> she sent me a, uh, a note, uh, Facebook or yep. email, whatever it was, um, yesterday. I saw it. Mr. Jonathan was in the. Uh, you say that, but Mr. Yeah. Jonathan was in the room, so I said. I was kidding. So I, I immediately grabbed the phone. Right. He wants in. to talk to her instantly, and I say, "Whoa, hang on a second. Yeah. We good. need to pull a Howard Stern on this one." And he goes, "Howard Stern? I'm like, yeah. Someone's got a problem. We address it on the show." Love now, it. I was kidding. So, so he told me to bring it on the show. So I said, <laughs> "Okay." So he said, I'll call her, let's bring on a show, and let's hear it. He actually used a word that I, I hear an awful lot when describing Mr. Jonathan. He used the word genius. Oh, good. So, thank you. Yeah, it's genius. Let's do it. Turned out it was genius. It could have gone really bad. Well, if it, the chat box has any kind of pulse, they loved it. They, they, they commend you. 
Well, yeah, I commend you, you know, too, lunatic. Commend me for yeah, customer service. Please. Hey, folks, a lot of cigar stores listen to the show. A lot of consumers listen to the show. All we have is brick-and-mortar stores is customer service, or else we lose, and we're out of business. Uh, treat the customer right. I always want to be treated right. Customer service stinks out there in the world. It totally stinks. I, I hate it, and I, I thought, for the most part, and it's a wake-up call, man. I thought, for the most part, we excelled, and you know what? We dropped the ball. Every once in a while, you drop the ball. I hope that was the one and only time, and I'm sure it's not. But uh, everybody is time to step it up for sure. So anyway, stations that are picking us up yep. live right now are WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution, out of Boston. Out of Nashua, New Hampshire, we have WGHM 900, The Game. We've got WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. Lighting up with us in Manchester, New Hampshire, WGAM 1250. ESPN Radio, and some of us choose, rather than just listen to the show, we watch the show. And I say we because I enjoy watching the old episodes. I go back and watch, you know. Because you can go back and watch the old ones, too. I like to watch but and we see where I mess You up. know what? We don't really move around much at all. We sit here, and uh, you're on the couch. I'm on a little table here and smoking cigars, but... You want to watch with? You get to see the packaging. You do get to yeah. see the packaging. Okay. The facial expressions. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, we are also podcasting via Podbean.com and iTunes, and of course on demand at any time, everywhere. You go to thecigarauthority.com. It's your one-stop shop for everything cigar. It's thecigarauthority.com. Okay. okay. We dropped the double eagle. Big. We're not going to smoke it. We're going to smoke something I have never smoked before. You have never smoked before. We have never smoked this before. This came in the mail. This came in the mail. Somebody asked. Uh, well, you didn't smoke it because you were sick, but I. Uh, they, he did send us samples. I've smoked it. Oh, you have? And okay. I passed it around to some of the guys in the shop to smoke it and see what they thought, because if it's terrible, we're not going to have it on the show unless the guy's comfortable with us saying it's terrible. So, yeah, we're not here to beat anybody up no. by any means or anything and like it, that, but... If it, if it's going to be the truth. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. I, I have never smoked, and it's going to be the truth. So T O S A, Tosa Tosa. We'll find out for sure. Because on the line with us right now is Michael Gabriel. Michael, are you there? Yeah, can, you, can you guys hear me? Okay. Oh we yeah. Can hear you beautiful. So awesome. uh, thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for sending the samples along, and uh, this will be my first time trying it. Uh, Michael, you're a young guy. How old are you? I'm 22. 22 years old, making cigars. We couldn't ask the girl yeah. that, but we can ask the guy. 22 years old, young guy. This is your brand. This is your baby, huh? Yes, exactly. Got into it about a year ago. What makes a 21-year-old guy decide, you know what, I'm just going to make a cigar and I'm going to put my name on the band? Um, you know, I kind of grew up around cigars. It's a little ironic. My dad's an oncologist. He's a cancer doctor. But he smokes oh my goodness. cigars a day himself. And uh, wow. so I grew up More around proof? that. I'm sorry? That's just more proof that cigars are not bad oh. for you, but go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm not going to endorse anything on his behalf, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I got into that myself, and uh, uh, when I got to college, I was smoking a lot, and then it's something I always wanted to do in the future, and about a year, year and a half ago, my dad and my brother, very supportive of me, um, said, why don't you just go do it now? And um, wow. so I got in touch with, uh, with the Toronto family. And they agreed to make my cigar, and uh, we started blending, and a year later, they're here. All right, what are we smoking? Well, the, fill, the filler is Nicaraguan, Peruvian, and Dominican. Uh, the Lajero and Seco is all Dominican. Um, the binder is a Dominican Alor, and the wrapper is an Ecuadorian Habano. 
And I think you guys are smoking the Robusto 5x50s. Yep, we are. Um, you, a lot of it is cedar, which is a personal favorite taste of mine. Um, you'll get some yeah. nuttiness in there a little bit, some wood chips. Uh, it's, it's a medium body, but it's not... It teeters on that medium to medium mild edge. Um, I, Mr. Jonathan, I know that you smoked a few. Uh, mm. You feel the same way about that one? I do, yeah. I would say uh, on the lower end of medium, for sure. Exactly. Um, I, now, I wanted to make a cigar that, you know, a novice smoker could enjoy and the experienced smoker could also enjoy. And I think I got that with this one. Yeah, I think it's a smart play. You come up with your first cigar and you start right off the bat uh, being able to have everyone smoke it. It's not like, uh, you know, I'm not beating up Pete Johnson, but his cigars typically are something that you'd be an experienced smoker and you'd be into cigars before you try a Pete Johnson. Yours, a beginner, could jump right on. Exactly, and and that's what I was aiming for. Now, you know, that, that, that might backfire a bit um, in terms of a lot of times when you make something that everybody likes, you don't make something that um, people love, but I'll get to that in the next few blends. Okay, this is called a Reserva 22. Why is it Reserva 22? Well, the original ship date was uh, supposed to be on my birthday, June 15th, um, which would have been my 22nd birthday. So we decided that we wow. called it Reserva 22 and named it after that. Um, it ended up getting pushed back a little. Uh, there were some humidity problems in the Dominican Republic, so they had to go through a little bit more aging. Uh, but you know, I didn't want to. I didn't want to rush it anymore, so I just let the Tarangos tell me when they need when they need to ship out and how long they need to stay. And now they're here, so I'm happy. Yeah, I'll, 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 right. That is such the right move because I know you're excited to put the cigar out, but you got one shot at a first impression, and some people rush it and then say we'll fix it the next time or something. Might as well just do it right on the first go round, even though it holds you back a little bit. Uh, so good move there. Uh, pronounce the name of the cigar again. Tosa. Tosa. Okay. Yes. Tosa. It's um, it is well. It's kind of a weird story. It's my great-great-great-grandfather's last name on my dad's side. And okay. it's somehow translated into Gabriel a few generations later. Not 100% sure how it happened. Um, it's technically an Aramaic translation of Gabriel, but then also Gabriel is just Gabriel in Aramaic. So it's a little confusing. I don't fully understand it, but I love the name. You know, I wanted to give something back to my family because my mom and dad both grew up in Iraq and uh, came here in 84. My dad never saw his father again. My mom never saw her parents again. Um, so I kind of wanted to do something to give back for them coming um, to America for my sake and for my brother and sister's sake. Isn't that nice? You see that you see that a lot in the cigar industry where people do want to, you know, this is almost a, a way of paying homage to your family uh, by coming out with a cigar brand and having it named after them. But as your father, yeah, exactly. being a cancer doctor, it's kind of odd to come out with. The, the whole story is intriguing as can be <laughs> and, and, and very different. And, um, you know, where you're operating, you're out of Ohio. Yeah. Uh, there is no other cigar company out of Ohio. It tends to go into Miami. You got something, some down there on the on the uh, west coast, down in California. But Ohio, not the mecca of cigar companies. For sure. So coming out of Ohio, you must have some sort of big internet distribution going on. Um, Meaning what? You know what? 100% brick and mortar for us, and it's all done by me. 
I was just in Chicago last weekend visiting um, about a dozen, little more than a dozen shops, trying to get the cigar in those stores. Um, I, you know, I try to do calls and mail samplers out to, um, to other brick and mortars around the country. But, you know, it's real tough for a shop to pick you up if they don't see you face-to-face. You know, you got to have So you're also the rep. Yes, you, you, I am the rep. Uh, it is a serious relationship type of business. Uh, I've been in, uh, actually longer than you've, you've been in, uh, alive, I've been in this business for 26 years, and <laughs> it's so relationship building that um, all the companies are mom and pops for the most part, and in the, in the uh, store owners are mom and pops, and you get to know the people, and, and you, uh, you know, root for the, the new guy uh, starting out, and you try to help him, and years later, he ends up uh, going up, and uh, there's ups and downs in the business, but this is the beautiful part <clears throat> of this business, and, you, and you'll, you'll get to know it, and you get to see it as some years go on and stuff, but you're going to grow. Uh, you're going to be in it for many, many years, but you're going to grow and, and meet these manufacturers and watch them have children and their children taking over the companies, and it's a wonderful, wonderful business. Uh, I've tried other things, and this is what I fell in love with. Uh, as a 21-year-old getting into it, I started when I was 25, but uh, and, and I thought I held the world's record. I've certainly been beat now uh, from you, <laughs> and congratulations to you because uh, you didn't do, um, you know, just a crappy little cigar. I mean, you came out with a real premium cigar right off the go. Everything looks right about it. Again, my first time smoking it, but uh, it's burning good. You, you went to a, a good manufacturer. You, you didn't go to uh, the cheap, you know, try right. to find something. You did it right right off the go. So uh, you're a smart smart young man. I, I wish you the, all the luck in the world. You're fantastic. What's the price point on this? Uh, the, the Keystone's about 725 to 775 depending on the... Um, depending on the size. Uh, with taxes, like, for example, Ohio's uh, tobacco tax is 17%. Um, it comes out to the high end, about 855 for the Churchill size. And we only have okay. three sizes. We have the Labuso, Toro, and Churchill. Okay, so you, you're looking at a $7 cigar plus taxes out there. And, uh, you know, really the sweet spot, I mean, that's the place to be also. Uh, there's some cigars uh, lower price, uh, obviously lots of stuff higher price, but that's a sweet spot where most people look. So uh, you're going you're gonna to be uh, have lots of competition that's out there. Uh, any um, thought of... Uh, being at the, I don't know if you were at the trade show. I certainly didn't see you there, but uh, you know, really trying to get out to the masses and get a whole sales staff out there of brokers working it or anything like that. Um, you know, I didn't end up at the. I had my ticket books for the trade show um, and everything, and the cigars actually arrived the Monday of the trade show. So I had to cancel everything and stay back in Cleveland. But um, I do plan on being at the trade show next year in Orlando, and I do plan on having a second cigar there. Um, okay. My hope is, my hope is that uh, I can have some sort of sales force. If not a sales force, at least um, find, a, find another company that's willing to help me out with distribution, um, not even nationwide maybe, maybe focus on the East Coast and you know, the Southeast Coast and the Midwest for now and then move out uh, more west later on. But it, it's just tough with such a limited early production um, to justify that kind of spending on a on a sales force and everything. And honestly, I think sure. I can I can handle it right now. I, I do start law school in four weeks, 
So oh that'll my, add you're on. A lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I was going to ask you if you if you if you jumped in with both feet or something, but. This is going to be like a part-time gig for you because there's no way you can go full-time and go to law school on top of it. I, you know, I've, um, I've kind of timed out the schedule. Uh, you know, I've made, I made a schedule. I know my class schedule. I know how much studying I need to do. And as long as I stick to it, I can, I can visit five or six new shops a week. Whether, wow, this, you know, this is not someone who's going to be partying. You know, when the the bell goes off, the class is over. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the frat party. This is someone who's going to be leaving his class and heading down to the local cigar shop, pushing the brand. How are you funding this, if you don't mind my uh, asking? No, I, I, you know, I come from a well-to-do family. My family's very supportive of me. Um, so it's just that sort of thing. Uh, you know. Nice. I, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. The family helping you, and that's what it's about. I mean, it's, it's a family yeah. business. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Not a sugar yeah. cut in there. There we go. Uh, Packaging-wise, we got we got them in a bag, but this is a box cigar. It's not a bundle cigar. It is not a bundle cigar. It's a, it's a box. Um, I'm actually looking at you right now. I'll take some pictures and post them on um, Facebook later on. But okay. it's, it's a it's like a dark, not too dark reddish um, box. It's a six seven six. Uh, I mean, sorry, seven six seven stack. Sure. And it's got gold lettering all around it. The top just has the logo in the bottom left, and you have the sizing, and it says Reserva 22 on the front. Um, you know, it's, it's your typical box. It, it is a little different. My favorite part about the box is the uh, inside box label, um, which is actually on our Facebook page. If you go to that, you should be able to see uh, it, it's kind of this tobacco leaf background, and it's, and it's got the logo real big, and it says Toasted Cigars right under it. I just basically got that printed up on the right paper, sent it down to the factory, and um, they cut it to the right sizing and put it on the back of the boxes, and it looks awesome. I mean, it really pops out on the shelves. I'm very happy with it. Michael, help yourself out here and let uh, people listen, because we do have cigar stores listening to our show all the time. Uh, some of them actually play the show live in their store. What, how could someone get in touch with you if they did want to try to carry your brand? You can email me at um, Mike, M-I-K-E, at TosaCigars.com. That's just T-O-S-A-C-I-G-A-R-S. Um, you can find me on Facebook. You can go to the website, TosaCigars.com. I will tell you, all new shops that pick us up, we're, we're running it special. Buy any three boxes, and you get a fourth box of Robustos for free. That's completely unlimited on the first order, but reorders, we're not doing that. Um, we, we don't offer that deal again. But a lot of people are having some good luck with us. I'll tell you what, Tuesday I dropped off some boxes at a shop down in Canton, Ohio. Um, dropped off eight boxes. They've already sold five of them in the past, you know, four days, five days. Uh, it's, it's really moving. That deal's really helping. It gives, it gives uh, the retailers a reason to really push the brand. And, um, you know, I think we're going to have some good luck with this. I think we're going to have some reorders. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that this, ends up how I want it to be. This is this is amazing to me because you typically, if, I have friends that are well-to-do and they are the laziest SOBs I've ever met. They, they don't have a schedule. They don't have to have a schedule. You know, their mom drives them around wherever they want. They're lazy getting their license. And here you are. You're ready to go into law school. You've got a cigar brand. You're the you're the distributor and you are creator, the rep, the creator. Yeah. You're everything. Really good. Now, lots of different tobacco made up in this blend. What country is the cigar made in? 
It's made in the Dominican Republic in the Cuevas uh, factory. Okay, very, very good. Well, good, the best of luck to you. I, I love the effort. I love uh, a young guy really trying to make it. And, uh, you know, we'll be rooting for you on the side for sure. I can't thank you enough. And we'll have you on again with your next brand and, and watch you go to the top. I, and I'm certain that it's going to happen, Michael. So the best of luck to you. Thank you for joining us on the Cigar Authority. And uh, we're going to take a break. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you very much. And we come back. we got lots more coming on the Cigar Authority, everybody. So stick around. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Flor de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Flor de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Flor de Lorraine marries rare aged tobaccos in old world craftsmanship. Flor de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. Flor de Lorraine. Discover Flor de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Flor de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Flor de Lorraine. Flor de Lorraine. Discover Flor de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Flor de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Flor de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Flor Flor de Lorraine, from the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first Today, head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. I say, sir, enjoying a good cigar shouldn't cost you a fortune, and it doesn't have to when you light up a classic. Classic brand cigars are priced right and there is a blend or size just right for you. Classic Connecticut is a mild and smooth smoke, while the classic Maduro is deep, dark, and delicious. The classic Cameroon has a hint of natural sweetness that will keep you coming back for more and more but it's the classic Cuban that is bold and full-flavored, just like the classic Cuban cigars from before the embargo. Every classic blend is available in four classic 
classic sizes, the Robust, Toro, Churchill, and Torpedo. But whichever one you choose, a classic cigar will guarantee you a smooth and easy draw. Classic cigars. The name says it all, sir. The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments, before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle. Super-premium vodka. Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. And we are back. This is an action-packed show. Action-packed. We got so much going on. People are calling in, though. And this is the heyday time to smoke cigars. Not only has cigars never been better ever, but this is the time where all the new stuff comes in and you get to try new things. And I like old cigars and things that have been around for a long time and have favorites and stuff. But if you're smoking the same cigar every day, you are missing the funnest part of smoking cigars, which is trying all the new stuff. What occurs to me every time we talk about this is... Not only is it the best time, the reason it's the best time is all of the real players have come up through the past years. They came through the cigar boom. They have honed their craft on top of the fact we have the best tobacco now. Very little mistakes now. They're very costly to make mistakes, and there's very little mistakes. And and this guy, uh, Tosa Cigars, uh, Michael, he did a great first job. And, uh, you know, just I would like to give him some direction or say listen blah blah blah, blah but i got nothing he he, he was it. he, he was on it. time with every single no but i mean on of the cigar i'd like to say to him you know maybe you should have uh, made the lettering bigger people could see the cigar is too thin you went too heavy on the first time blah, blah, blah. you're not going to hit the mat no i think the guy guy he did his homework I, I want to call him a kid and, and out of respect i'm not going to 22 years old started at 21 i'm very impressed I'm very, very impressed. Uh, TOSACigars.com. We don't carry it here yet. I don't know. I'm not being the buyer. I'm not going to take the job away from uh, Ed, but the guy did a good job. Good job. And uh, when I start law school, I mean, just put it over the top (laughs) after that. Yeah, I'm my own broker. I'm this, this, this. Already went to college. Now when I start law school... Holy God. Then I'm going to still visit five shops a week. Right. Guy is making mountains move, Dave. He sure is. Man. He sure is. Stepping it up for sure. There's no doubt about it. 
Uh, so, so much to talk about. New cigars, as I'm telling you, new cigars hitting the shelf. There's some great, great stuff out there. Uh, Pete Johnson came out with um, three big cigars, uh, kind of like the talk of the show. Fausto, which I expected was coming. This is his full, full-bodied cigar. Um, people are all over it already. People, There was a lot to talk before the cigar even came out. Uh, another cigar, A-V-I-O-N. Avion? 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 Um, and the other one is La Cita Criolla, C-R-I-O-L-L-A. Sure, I'll take your word for that. Uh, all Nicaraguan, all Tatuaje brands, um, they already, they all came in. They all hit the shelves. Um, Aging Room, M356 Small Batch. That's from the folks from Oliveros. This is their new thing. These little small batches are going to come in. It's still going to be Aging Room Small Batch. The numbers are going to change, and these little things are going to come out every once in a while. Very reasonably priced. I have not smoked a cigar yet. That, I think, is genius, that they start off just saying that each thing is a short run. Then you don't run into the problem of keep putting the same band on a different cigar. You're telling people, okay, that batch is done. We got a new batch, different tobacco. It's going to taste different. But you liked all the other stuff we did, so you'll probably like this. Yeah, we're going to have to smoke it, and we'll have to bring uh, Raphael uh, on the show. I'd love him to talk about it, and I'd love to get him on the show. So um, make it happen. Um, <laughs> 724, uh, Kurt Kendall from uh, Twin Cigar Shop right up here uh, a few exits up, uh, has a whole new line of cigars, 1874 series, have not smoked it yet, added a size onto his regular series called the Gagger. All right, big, big, I'm thick, in. Big, what? big thick cigar, right? What's the size on that? I don't even know. Right, we got um, someone on that. Somebody's on it. Uh, Champagne Noir, which we smoked before, was a, a big cigar by Perdomo. He had only one size. Now all the sizes come in that blend of Noir. Again, I have I smoked the big one, which is not my you know six by sixty, not my uh, cup and of tea. And the thing that we talked about before the six by sixty, we still haven't gone through a winter with it in New England, so that's going to be the waiting game to see how that cigar holds up. Right. He promises it's going to hold together. Well, that's a big boy, huh? Yeah, it's a gagger. That's a gagger. Um, so yeah, I, I'm gonna. I'm very interested. Uh, I, I've had this bronchitis for a month. I am coming off it finally after a month. I've been chain smoking the past couple of days. I got so much to get to, uh, and so little time. So uh, I'm gonna be smoking like crazy all week, and we'll figure out what we're gonna do next week and and bring on. But the, as I say. It's all coming in, all this new stuff, and there's, there's two cigars on a show a week. We're not going to get to everything, so I'll tell you about some of this stuff anyway. Uh, rollback, which is Joe Cusano, uh, formerly from Cusano Cigars, uh, goes off on his own. Uh, Cusano is now owned by Davidoff. Joe comes out with a very, very modestly priced cigar, $2 to $2.50, called Rollback. It comes in natural and natural Maduro, meaning... The Maduro is not black. It's not been played with it at all. It's just naturally Maduro, um, two to two dollars and fifty. It's actually uh, on the lighter side of Maduro too. You look at it, and yeah, except it for the fact that it says Maduro on it, you you wouldn't know. Our own Dos Ombre. We came out with a um, whole series of Dos Ombre called Barbara Pole, and this is the dual wrap. I'm all. Yeah. Dos Ombre has now become my brand, and only because you've released so many new things in the past year. You know, I try it. I'm one of those cigar snobs. I take the band off because I don't want people knowing I'm smoking a $2 cigar. And 
I have been all over Dos Ombre for the past four months because you, you came out with the bundle press. Phenomenal. Yeah. I have four bundles. In fact, Ed Angers is jealous that I have them. He couldn't get them because they're out of stock. Yeah, they I bought flew a, off the shelves. I bought a year's worth of the new bundle press. A year's worth. They were gone in three weeks. That I thought, it. you know, not knowing this is something we didn't have, it ended up being three weeks. This week, I believe, uh, the truck has left. Uh, it already landed in Miami. The Miami truck left, I believe, on Wednesday. Hopefully, uh, any day now, uh, we get supposedly another guess of a year's worth. But I want to tell you, yeah. I had the barber pull. I had my networking event that Chuck blew off. Uh, <laughs> he wants to be dad of the year instead of do some networking. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> so I, I buy a bundle of the barber pole, and uh, they're gone. I handed one to somebody, and they smoked it. You know, a two-hour event, they smoke it, and they come up to me. Could I have another one of these? Of course. I have none left for myself. What can I do to make people keep the band off on Change the name so Or charge more? <laughs> change the name and charge more, and I'll keep the band on. Because people do. They take the band and off. And I'm your like, friend. They're ashamed of it. I want it to be our business card. And, you know, it's a great, great Charge thing. more for the cigar. I'm not doing that. All right. Uh, Jay Grotto, which is uh, our friend there in Rhode Island, that uh, they came out with a new series uh, of Reserva. Uh, we'll have to definitely have him on and, and, and talk have about him bring that. his coffee up. Right. Um, Elysion, um, they came out with um, a whole Maduro line. Haven't smoked it. Looks sensational. An ultra line that the wrapper on that looks like like you could eat it. It looks so fantastic. That's Dion there in uh, where is he? Reno, Nevada. Um, they came the MJ12, which is a big, big selling um, illusion for us anyway. Uh, they came out with um, the MJ12 instead of a silver foil on it. It has the gold foil on it. So looks really nice for all your cigar geeks that care. It's the gold foil. The gold foil one. So uh, that's what came in just this week. Just this week. More, next week I'll have another list of this is what came in. But, th- again, this is the time. This is when it's happening. Okay, I want to get to Cigar Journal. This is, uh, as I said, it used to be called European Cigar Journal Cult. They ended up getting the cult word away. It became European Cigar Journal, and they would do the European Cigar Journal Awards. This is a bilingual magazine. On the left side, I believe it is in German. I could be wrong. Uh, On the right side, it's whatever it is. I can't read it. On the right side of it, it has that article in um, English. So uh, good articles and uh, good stuff in it now called... Cigar Journal, period. Uh, last week we told you about their awards that they gave. This week, um, this the magazine has finally hit. I kind of got, last week I got the advanced copy of it. Uh, it has Kaiser Hansodia, which is uh, the guy from Gurkha on the cover. You'll see that in uh, your local cigar store. Uh, oh, is that Dutch? D-E-U-T-S-C-H? That's how, that, it's German, yes. It's German? Yeah. Or it's Dutch? Deutsch is German for a German. Oh, all right. So it's German and English is the bilingual of it. Summer edition, they call it. And uh, let me tell you a little about it. Uh, Editor editor is uh, Colin Ganley. We had him on on the year before. We should have him on again um, because they do a sensational job with it. And uh, what I like about this, great articles and everything, but the ads, because it's not the ads that you're going to see in Cigar Aficionado and and, and, uh, Cigar Snob and all the different cigar magazines that we have out there. Um, There's different ads in there because there's lots of product that's made exclusively for 
the European market or there's stuff that's global, uh, not necessarily gearing for just the American market in there. So the ads are, are pretty good. Um, that you, you'll see things in there that I purposely I, I haven't seen actually for a long time. Ads for Cuban cigars, for instance, European brands only. Um, brands that used to be popular brands in the United States that kind of died and went away. Well, they really didn't go away. They just went to the. They went over there. So uh, and uh, apparently with the size of the ads and things like that, looks like they're doing good. Uh, their rating system now is uh, is a dual rating system and pretty unique. As you as you're panning through that, you'll notice a hundred point rating system, much like the cigar aficionado rating system, but also you find you find the five star rating system at the same time. So two things are going on at the same time. They say that it is blind tested to the members of their tasting panel, which they show a large t- tasting panel instead of just a couple of people. It's a whole bunch of people, which is going to get more of an accurate rate. Absolutely. You know, so I you'll have people in there that smoke medium cigars and mild, mild cigars. cigars. Right. Instead of a couple of guys that just like strong cigars or just like um, Cuban cigars and things like that, uh, I think it's going to give you a better. Um, Cross section, cross section, or whatever. It's gonna, <laughs> it, it's gonna skew out right. I'm gonna, I gotta relight. I, it's a, I, did, it, I did so much talking. It's an evil relight. thing for me, but I really enjoy when you're at a loss for words. <laughs> well, I was thinking about how am I gonna be able to light the cigar while I'm doing all this talking. You just say to me, Mr. Jonathan, do some talking while I light my cigar, and I'm happy to do it. Okay, because you don't want dead air on the radio, are you telling me? No, you don't. But it's a cardinal sin. This is a real cigar radio show, and I don't know if there's another one out there, that we actually light the cigars one after the other. We're not in the studio, so we really have to light them. Dave re- doesn't like talking trash about people, and I'm not going to mention no, names, so you don't get nervous. don't talk trash about anybody, please. But off please. the air, we... You know, so off the air, say what you're going to say. You're going to talk trash about somebody. No, I'm not. Please I don't. just said I'm not going to. Okay. So I can talk again? You can talk again. As All right. As I'm not going to mention names. I'm not going to talk trash. We do watch other... Cigar shows and listen to them and sure. see. Because I'm a cigar geek myself. Yeah. I want everything. We want the information. Maybe someone gets the scoop before we do. And the thing that we see all the time. They all get the scoop before we do. Is, Why is that? They are not good. smoking cigars in real time. There's pictures of unlit cigars in the videos. They're holding unlit cigars. They're not smoking them. They must smoke the cigars because they're educated about them. Mm. So I'm not saying that they've never smoked them, but... Live on the show, they're not smoking. You know, I remember um, seeing Emeril Lagasse when he first started out, and he's doing the uh, food show. Uh, um, Another notch. He, he would say during the show, this is the first one before he really got popular, this is a cooking show that we really cook, which, you know, I don't know what happens in that business, but apparently a, a lot of those cooking shows, they're really not cooking. I believe it. You know, so. Yeah, they'll show maybe they show you their caramelizing onions or whatever, but the the dish is already it's made. Already, it's already been and made. he's making it in real time. So, you know, I, I think of that when I'm, when I'm doing this show. And saying, you know why he had to cook? Because he was actually cooking to feed his live studio audience. One of the only shows, you know, early, early on, he was the only show that was doing that. People would come on the show, and the hook was, you come on to actually eat the food that he's cooking. So not only did he have to cook it, but he had to cook it well because there'd really be no more audience. Hey, He'd have to be able to hang. Well, And he must have did something right because he certainly... Uh, Went to the top. He's the man. Yeah. Um, so I told you it tasted blind. Uh, their evaluation, they do not claim to represent uh, the evaluation. Do not claim to represent the only truth. Oh, okay. So they're forming their opinion. 
and they're not saying this is the only truth what they say, but this is their opinion of it. So they kind of, and, and that's very important because everybody's taste buds are different, as we say. And 1,100 open boxes here, maybe 1,200 at this point, as you see, there's no place to even put these. As the new cigars come in, we're going to have to get rid of some brands because what are we going to do? These new things are coming out. You're out of space. You're out of space. This happens all the time this time of year. It runs out, and we have to actually start cutting. And this is a sad thing because we are a big player. Uh, we buy lots of cigars, and we'll look at the lowest-selling things, and we'll all have a meeting, and I'll talk about it and decide, you know, what can we give up? Can we cut certain sizes of certain brands, certain brands altogether? you got some customers that are on that. You don't want to be bad customer service and not carry the guy's brand that's really into it. So it's a real tough thing to end up doing. And then the manufacturer. When you cut the brand, the manufacturer, it's like ripping the heart out of them. And they'll say, you do really good with our cigars, the amount that you buy from us and everything. Well, in a higher volume store, it's not all that much to us. It's actually the worst. But to them, we're actually probably a, a decent customer anyway. Right. So, But we're cutting it because it's nobody's on it. They, maybe they're not marketing it properly. Maybe they're not doing promotions in the store. They're not advertising. They're not doing their end. Who knows? You know, but as something slows down, we try moving it around the store, trying to get it. The balancing act that, that's here is a behind-the-scenes thing that you could even never understand, you know, what, what ends up happening. But it, we're, we're trying to do good for everybody. All right, I got a Mr. Jonathan Flavor of the Week, and this is... This is on Tosa. This is on Tosa, and I'm getting a lighter brown sugar this time, and I must be... I must need to eat string beans. Maybe that's what my problem. More string beans. More string beans this time with some almonds, though. You have the same string so bean almondine with a light brown sugar, whereas the other one was full the, on. So this tastes exactly like the cigar you does had not before. Taste, it does not taste. If blind tasting, I'd be able to tell the difference between the two. It's a little less rich. It's not as full-bodied. Uh, but the flavor compound is, is similar. One was an all-Nicaraguan. and This one is many, many a blend of many, many uh, tobaccos. Made in You've never had two different kinds of brown sugar, the light brown sugar and then the... I have no idea. You never? No. Okay. Well, I have. Uh, no green beans on either of them. I don't understand that at all. Brown sugar on the first one, actually really tasted it. Uh, there's also, I get a little, just a little hint of a perfumey kind of flavor going on. Well, this is aromatic. He mentioned the cedar to it. Immediately, I tasted the cedar. Um... So it's aged in lots of cedar because that was an immediate taste. Settled, settled out as I, don't as taste I went on. I not the cedar. I can not smell now. it in the smoke. Yeah, not now. As soon as we lit it up, the pre-taste, as soon as it lit up, and then he set it, and there it was, and, I'm, it, and now it's not. But uh, it's aromatic. It's a nice smell. Yeah. This would be something that, oh, that cigar smells good. Hmm. It smells good. Whatever blend is happening here, it smells good. I'm cheating, guys. I'm back to the uh, double eagle. Yeah? But I love it. I love it. It's got, like, this beautiful oak taste. Oak? Yeah. Uh, So looking at their ratings, top rating, five-star, 98 points. Uh, You mentioned uh, Tosa was smoking, which is the Taranio family that made the Tosa. In uh, this magazine, uh, Cigar Journal, the highest-rated cigar of the issue, rated 98, five-stars, is the Carlos Taranio Churchill Masters by Carlos Taranio Churchill Nicaraguan Cigar. Uh, so apparently um, 
Tarano has factories different different places because this is uh, the Nicaraguan uh, cigar. Uh, five stars, 98 points. I have not smoked that cigar before. The one below it is a Cuban cigar that also gets five stars, and it's 97. Best Buy. Top Best Buy, Cane Daytona Corona in Nicaragua. There's a full-bodied cigar for you. I don't know the, the master by uh, Carlos Tarano if that's full-bodied, but here's another Nicaraguan cigar. Four and a half stars, 96 rated. Um, followed by, this is the the weird one. Do you see what it's followed by? Yeah. I love that. The Jesus Jay Fuego Origin. Origin. $2.50, this cigar. This is the one in the little five-pack, yeah, the Origin. Yeah. Yeah. Little one. They rated that four and a half stars, 95 rated. Best Buy, obviously Best Buy, $2.50. Yeah. I'm so happy for him. First, and it's the first time that I've seen an inexpensive cigar get such a high rating like that. Mm. $2.50. Folks, if you never smoked that cigar, that is something. And you can't uh, you can't buy a single of that. You have to it comes buy in a five-pack, five yeah. Which yeah. is great for sharing. Yeah. Very flavorful cigar. You don't have to cut it. Just bring a lighter or a match. Boom, it lights up real quick. And you get about 45 minutes. 45 minutes on the stick. Well-packed. I'll tell you, when, when I, and they don't do, I'm sure they don't do a blind, meaning there's a blindfold on, you can't even see the cigar, which I'd like to do someday on the show, because appearance of a cigar also, but somebody to actually put the cigar in my mouth, I can't even touch it, I want to taste the cigar, I, want to, I don't want to be able to see it, I don't want to be able to... Blindfold it, basically. Blindfold it, and I don't want to even touch it. I just want to just taste. Now, you take a cigar like that, $2.50, you can't see it, you can't touch it, you smoke that cigar, it is so rich and so tasting. You know, you, you might smoke that cigar and say, 20 bucks. The cigar is unbelievable. It, it tastes so good. It's a small little cigar, and it's only $2.50. And I'm, I'm not asking to raise the prices like you are for the Dos Ombre, but what a cigar for, uh, and, and they see it. I think it's the first time it's ever been rated. 95 Holy God. For the record, we smoked that cigar a year and a half ago. Right. We were the first ones. Um, it's tied with La Flor Dominicana, uh, Oscuro Natural, the L500, which um, uh, uh, the lovely lady of the stick uh, was mentioning. What That's the cigar she was calling it, LFD, for those that didn't know La Flor Dominicana. Um, that's one of the cigars she was switching off. Uh, they tie that with uh, Jesus Fuego Origin at a 95-rated $8.30 cigar tie with the origin of $2.50. She took that wrapper and put it on the Cane Daytona? Yeah. Oh, she so, and she Well, she switched them. She put the Cane Daytona on, on that, that one and then, wow. Wouldn't it be interesting to taste what that is? I, I would want to taste all of them the way they're supposed to be and then taste them switched. Like, i got to smoke all three at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Well, if she doesn't want to send us one, we got Mikey here. We could have him do it, couldn't we? Mikey, can you do that? Can you take the wrapper off a cigar? And he's paying attention to what he's doing, so <laughs> let, let him do what he's doing. Um, note, uh, cigar tasting, the cigar tasting that they did, this blind tasting, they did in Cuba um, because they have to rate Cuban cigars and all that stuff. And that's the oddity that happens in Cigar Aficionado. It's an American company in America, and they rate Cuban cigars, and it's illegal, and it's uh, un-American, and it's treason, and all that. So I have I have the pro whole Cuban problem for a lot of reasons. Please, please tell us how you really feel, because <laughs> we we have a hard time really getting a good sense of where you're. Well, your, uh, now they, they rated Cuban cigars. Their first-rated Cuban cigar in Cuba, rating all the different cigars, came in at number 60 
59 cigars ahead of him, not Cuban, and the rating was a 60. Wow. For the number 60 cigar was the Romeo and Julieta uh, with one star. I'm sorry, it was an 83 rating. Uh, one star, six, number 60 out of 60 cigars tasted. It was the worst in the whole book. And it's a European magazine. They can smoke anything they want. They were in Cuba smoking the cigars. To me, that's an honest publication. That is an honest publication for them to end up pulling that off. Yeah. I, How I, they got out alive, they obviously didn't release the Fidel, findings until they got out. Fidel Castro's in the hospital. He ain't doing good, hopefully. But, uh, again, telling you how I really feel. Uh, <laughs> pretty unbelievable. So uh, I like it. Uh, cigarjournal.co, if you're looking for that. Cigarjournal.co. They don't do com. European company, .co. Unless there was something wrong there. U.S. price of that magazine, $8. How much in Hong Kong? Uh, I'm going to say 53 yen. $125. Rats. So it's a bargain here in the U.S., folks. It's 8 bucks. Wow. $125. Not $153 yen. $125 with a dollar You're showing sign. me that what you wrote. You could have misread <laughs> that. No chance. USD. I see it. Hang Is there any chance $125 in Hong Kong? Yeah, it's 125 yen. You goof. Where do you see yen? Because they got the symbol. Yeah. No, dollar sign, 125 It's not $125 in Hong Kong, I it promise says a, you. It does say $125 in Hong Kong on the front cover. Does it say USD? No, it has dollar sign, like 125 the, like the S with the line. Except that in you front, are, not in behind it, not upside yeah. down. There's a space, first of all, and there's a little line thing. And all the other dollar things do not have a dollar sign. It's yen. Does it say $125 with a dollar sign? <laughs> I don't. I, I did don't. not read it wrong. No, I, all right, fine. I can you, see you, how you read it, but you, it's not $125. I promise. You, There's you, no way. There's you, no way. You, you can interpret it any way you want. I'm, I'm reading it, it as, as, as exactly I'm Googling the way it. You Google after the show. We're running out of time here. we got a lot to talk about. Lots of events coming up. Lots of events, including... The Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. The, me and Chuck did so last year. I can't go, David. And uh, it's a letdown. And Mr. Jonathan letting me down even worse than that because he said, yes, I am going. Book it. And then he said, I'm not going because I have better things to do with my life than my job. I have to do my job. This is your job. <laughs> this is a job. You know, you got a guy going to college gets out of college, opens up his own cigar company, going to college again to be a lawyer. He's going to see five cigar stores. A quick trip to Colorado, August 28th, to the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. The best six hours as a cigar smoker you'll ever have. You're going to miss it. And uh, Mike Havey's coming with me. He's going to be the producer and the sidekick. He's 22 years old, coincidentally. Mover and a shaker. There is hope for young people in this world. Maybe we're coming alive. I'm usually down on young guys, but they're coming alive. Has he given up his dream of becoming a cop and all that? I don't know. We'll have to talk him out of that. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, last year, uh, Chuck was with me. Cigars, cigars, cigars. The cigar celebrities are there. Lots to drink. Lots of action going on. Bands and giveaway of motorcycles and all kinds of things. And once again, the Cigar Authority will broadcast from there uh, in front of thousands of people. It's, it's an awesome, awesome thing for the Cigar Authority. And um, unfortunately, we do the show on a Saturday. We will do the show on the Saturday, the 27th, immediately following 
the show. We grab the stuff. We go. We take everything with us, and we get there because the following day, Sunday, is the show. We tape it, and we'll air it on Saturday. Yep. The downside to that is because of the logistics of it, there will not be video because we end up. We're doing video. We are doing video. We're going to do it. All right. We're doing video. Now, I'm going to tell you those that watch the video, first off, you can watch it on that Sunday live. Uh, but it will be on, on uh, we'll keep it up and all that stuff. It's going to be not a two-hour show. It's probably going to be a four-hour show because in between guests and things like that, we got to bring them in and all that stuff. So you'll see a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Maybe you're interested, maybe you're not. There's no way we can edit the video. That's There's the no problem way, yeah. that happens. So the video is going to be the video. We can delete it, right, if we hate it? Sure. So we sure. can always delete it. So why not do it? All right, and delete it after if we hate it. That's that's how my feeling of it anyway. So, um, okay, um, your buddy there from Smithfest, Fred Smith. Fred Smith, uh, he does uh, an unbelievable thing up here called Smithfest. It is the world's largest Guinness Book of World Records. About to be, yeah. He's coming up on the Guinness Book of World Records this year. Largest scavenger hunt in the world, which he calls Smithfest. And part of the Smithfest is a trip to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Uh, along with crazy stuff, I mean, which I can't, I've heard little things that he says, please don't divulge, but it's a serious, serious thing. It's 136 teams of four. Um, it's out of the Lowell Memorial Auditorium. Uh, you can look up smithfestevents.com to see his crazy Smithfest that happens on October 1st. But he, a guy that uh, I said, okay, I'm going to be happy to support you, felt like he had to support me on top of it and do one for me. But he didn't have to do anything. He's already doing something for me, but he's a guy uh, overdoing it. He's an overachiever. Overachiever. For sure. Uh, another young guy, overachiever. I think we have hope in this country. Um, he put a, something together, which I have nothing to do with, other than um, they titled it for me as Two Guys Smoke Shop presents the Smoking Car Show. Smoking cars, smoking girls, smoking cigars. It's August 20th with a rain date of August 21st at our Nashua location, 15 Spitbrook Road, Nashua, New Hampshire, at Two Guys Smoke Shop. The show starts at 11 o'clock. We're going to do the show live from there because it's a Saturday. 11 to 4 is the car show. We'll do the show from two to from 12 to 2. Um, 100 cars are going to be set up for prizes. These are going to be all uh, roadsters and kind of cars. I don't know. One from another, but anyway, all fancy cars. I'm bringing my 1936 Cadillac Fleetwood there, nice. so you'll see we're going to give that away uh, in September ourselves, but you'll get to see it. Trophies are going to be awarded. Miss Smoke Show Contest. So, hot girls, obviously. There's a kissing booth. They're going to have a kissing booth. They're going to do some wacky stuff, and this is the guy. This is the I guy. feel the same way about girls that I do about cigar cutters, though. Once you've put your mouth on a girl, I'm out. So, unless I'm first, I'm not in. So should I bring up none? I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. Thank you. Mrs. Jonathan might be listening to the show. I'm not sure where you were going with it, but you maybe know, I'm sure it was going to be above board. You know exactly where I was going to it. And uh, Mr. Jonathan's wife is known as Mrs. Jonathan, which I find very, very funny. She hates it. I love it. <laughs> very, very funny. So, uh... More events coming up. you got Cigar Aficionado's Big Smoke Weekend in Las Vegas. Um, that is October 28th through 30th. People that go to uh, Big Smokes, other places and stuff, how's Big Smokes? You know, it's okay. It's, a, it's an okay event. The event is the Las Vegas one because lots of stuff happens there. Everybody goes. That is a great, great event. So lots, lots more. 
Um, we weren't able to have Frank Herrera on the show this week. He's already ready to rock and roll for next week. Okay, and we have his new cigar that uh, we will have by then, and, they, and that's promised that that's what held us up this week. But as I say, lots and lots of new cigars coming on the, on, on the show. We're going to bring them on next week with Frank Herrera. He's not only has his own cigar company, but here's another guy. He is cigar law. He is an attorney himself. There's not enough to do. These guys are double doing it, and that's why they're making it. That's why they're making mountains move, Chuck. Yeah, baby. All right, so next week, big show, too. Hey, thanks, everybody that came on the show this week, uh, and thanks for a great show. I think it went pretty good, yep. and uh, next week's going to even be better, I promise you. So thanks, everybody, for listening. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on The Cigar Authority Radio Network. <laughs>